She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. Have you called your mom today? Did you call your mom? You did oh call your God, mom. I did. You know, before on the way here, I even wrote myself a little sticky note because I always call, but sometimes I forget to call when. So I want to make oh, sure yeah. I called on the way here. Mm-hmm. Call your mom on the way. So I brought this to tell anybody else. Call your mom. Call your mom. Call your mom on the way. On the way where? On the way anywhere. Anywhere. Just give her she a call. She wants to hear from you. No matter Believe what. Believe me. She wants to hear from you. Even if you say nothing at all. You can say Even you got some eggs at the store today. Yeah, That's she all wants to know. It's fine. She wants to know. Give her an update about anything at all. Because one day you're not going to have a mom to call. And then That'd you're going to be... Karen's be, situation. Her yeah, mom passed away. Yeah. My mom passed away eight years ago, and I don't have a mom to call. So you should really call your mom. Yeah. I have two kids that don't call me. Not enough. So I speak from experience. She does. So she has a mom <laughs> who doesn't get the if calls. If my kids called me just to say they bought eggs, I would love that. Oh, my that. God. That would make her day. Make it, would her week. Make it would make her day. week. It would make It really would. I would... I would love that. So I'm going to uh, mail this to Karen's kids. Bob and Sarah expect this <laughs> They'd soon. be like, yeah, okay. Call your mom. They'll, they'll give you a text. Hey, what's up with this calling your mom thing? That's what they'll do. That's how it works. Because you could text. is easier than calling. You know, the thing that's a kicker is that they know. It's a they kicker. know. It's a kicker, she And says. they still won't call. Yeah. That's get why that? Their calls are yeah, even more that? precious. When yeah. When you do actually call, then it's as with anybody. When you call your mom, it's it's a precious thing. It's a big deal. It's a really it's a big deal, and your mom would absolutely. So if you glean nothing from, you. from our show of any kind, of anything you listen to, one or two or five of our episodes, call your mom. Call your mom. She yeah. wants to hear from you. It'll pay off just for that alone. Really tell her, oh, and tell you heard from us. Yeah. Then she'll like us. She will. And she'll visit our house, and we'll have to say, sorry, we don't do company, ma'am. Never mind. Don't tell you heard from us. No, we have nothing to do with this. <laughs> But just please call, call your, your mom. mom. Done. Boom. <laughs> please. Or Thanks. your dad. Call well, your parents. Forgot, we forgot about dad. Because you have <laughs> or kids, call too. Your dad, right? <laughs> call your dad. Call your dad. Call, call your mom. Call them both. You brought cookies yes. to Chris Bosch's house <laughs> as a liaison. That's true. To try to woo him to be a bull back I in the did. day. And your daughter made the your daughter. My daughter, Kara. Made the cookie. Yeah. How did you cross that line between being... Chuck, the sportscaster, the announcer, to this gentleman who's who knows Chris. Well, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and I want to treat. I don't look at Chris Bosh or Stephen Curry as players. I look at them as human beings. I'm not, you know, hanging out with them. Obviously, I see Stephen twice a year when the Bulls play the Warriors in San Francisco and when they come to play Chicago, but. He knows I, I have his back, and I've had his back and his family's back since they came to Toronto when I was doing the Raptor games when they signed with the Raptors in 2000. So, I mean, to me, following his career and seeing the platform and how he's used his superstardom to encourage and enlighten others on social issues has been Fabulous. I mean, he is a great man. And I'm talking about Stefan and right, his right, right. and you know, his sister and his brother and his mom and dad. With Chris, um, he was drafted by the Raptors in two thousand three. And he was nineteen years young, a young nineteen. Huh. And so uh, he couldn't go into bars. He couldn't, you know, I mean, that's the way it is, you know. Sorry, mm-hmm. you're nineteen, go have a milkshake. And uh, so there were a couple of us with the team 
that said, Chris, you know what? You want to have dinner? You want to have lunch? Let's let's do it. Let's hang out. I got to know his, his mom, Frida, <laughs> and I established a really solid relationship with Chris because I have no agenda. I, the only agenda I have in my life, I want to see other people succeed. You know, I rejoice the fact that I could see where this was going in his career, even before he became a megastar and an NBA champ. You knew already. Absolutely. Same for like Curry. When he was Correct. a kid, he was still shooting threes. You knew he had a super talent of some kind? Yep. It's amazing. How did you, how did he parlay that? Like how did, how did he go from this, just being a kid who you knew to being the superstar? I mean, because guess what, Jerry? He worked at it no, and he sick. loved it. And he had great parents. Truth of the matter is that if you've got a base and you love what you do, whether it's writing a column, doing a podcast, working at a bank, selling shoes, whatever the case may be, I've told my children this, find something that you love. Because when you do that, you'll have an attitude in your heart and in your soul of a spirit that you will want to go to work. You will want to contribute. You will want to be alive. And when you're that, and when you've got those um, little, you know, droplets of success and, you know, passion and joy, you know, sprinkling into your DNA, right. it's going to grow. Right. Okay. And it's, it's fertilizer for the soul. Fertilizer for the soul. Yes. We love that, Chuck. You are friends with one Rod Blagojevich. Yes. And I have to say, in, in my life, I would have never found myself sitting there talking to Rod Blagojevich. In a South Side Church of Chicago. <laughs> but there we were, and I tell you what, I found him charming. I did. He's very charming. He's very nice. Yes. And, and just like you said, people still call him Governor Blagojevich. Yes. People stopped him in the middle of the street yes. to shake his hand, to talk to him. Right. He still has that charisma. Yes. So... How did that happen to you? How did you get in the same airspace as one Rod Blagojevich? Okay. <laughs> I have – it's okay. This is a great story. I um, I have another project that I love in on the south side where you guys were at. Do you yeah. remember the community center we were going to build? Right across from New need. Beginnings Church, correct? Yes, yeah. and we broke ground on it, and I'll talk about that a little bit later if you <gasps> okay, guys like Okay, yeah, me. absolutely. So we broke ground on it, and I didn't know that Rod had also been part of the project because there had been so many people that were sleeping on the rooftop to help raise money. Well, we were doing a food giveaway mm -hmm. one day, and I was on the rooftop. I don't know what I was doing. I was on the rooftop doing something, and I'm looking down at the people getting away the food, and I go, wait, that's Rod Blagojevich. <laughs> I go, no way. What's he doing here? So I went down mm -hmm. and I introduced myself. Of course you did, because yeah, you really said because yeah. I wanted to know what he. We would <laughs> well, never what do are that. Are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> we're not good at introducing no, ourselves we'd be to like, people. Oh my God, that's Rob. Yeah, she would gossip. I'd go the other direction. <laughs> that's how we do business. Yeah, I wanted to know, so I asked him, and he was like just the greatest, nicest of guy. Of course, ever. he was on. Of course, yeah. yeah, right. So when I did get my chance to speak to him, because people, again, were clamoring. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy how they glam on <gasps> to him. Yes. Yeah, we, we saw it in person as you well. Saw, right. Now, yeah. imagine a food line going very slowly and everybody getting out of their cars to take photos. Yes. And, yeah. So he we um, he goes, well, do you want to you wanna work together? Because we were there was teams. 
So like, okay, like bread had a team and, you know, the cereal had a team. I was like, yeah, we'll You'd be on together. the bread team. I'd be on the bread team. Team yeah, bread. That's right. That's I was motto. on the bread team. <laughs> team bread. Jerry's, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there was this one pack of bread and it was focaccia bread. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know my, cause my aunt was coming through to get mm-hmm. um, some food from my, my other aunt who lives in Gary. And she, I was like, I'm going to save that for her cause she loves focaccia bread. Rod gave it away. Mm. And so I had to pull Rod aside, and I was like, "Rod, you took my bread." And he's like, <laughs> "What bread?" bread. <laughs> he's like, he took he's like bread. "What bread?" And I was like, "My focaccia bread." He goes, "Well, how do you know the difference?" I'm like, "Because it's a focaccia bread." And I knew I had it set aside. Oh, how do you not know the difference, Rod? <laughs> Duh. Yeah. And so, there's, so there's, somebody has a great picture of him and I going back. We weren't arguing. We were bread. talking. Yes. Like, why'd you give my bread away? But, um, you were breaking bread. We, oh, I love it. Yeah, we, we were breaking, breaking bread, bread with Rod. That's what you're doing. Oh my gosh, we should we should do that sometime. Right? That's mm-hmm. funny. It's um, it's it's crazy how you meet people sometimes, and it's that's crazy my story. how you meet people sometimes. I it's know. Very, <laughs> but then through you, we met him because you said you mentioned to me this is a few months ago. Do you want to meet Rod Glavojevich for a column? Yeah, I'm not going to say no. Right. So of course we said yeah, set it up. So yeah. we set set it up at New Beginnings Church. Yes. Uh, we met him on a hot summer day. Mm-hmm. It was yes. beautiful. He was dressed nicely. I was yeah. not, as usual. Yeah. Uh, we went down and talked. He mentioned that he's Serbian. I'm Croatian. Yes. So that kind of initiated the conversation. Yeah. And like Karen said initially, once we started talking to him, he's just likable. Yeah. I, I mean, despite his infamy, likeable. despite his history, reputation, whatever it might be, he's just a likable guy. I, oh, yeah. I, I relate that to uh, like some politicians who I'll meet and I'll go, mm-hmm. despite what I've read about them, what I heard, yeah. they're just likable people. Which is yeah. why maybe they're politicians, because they could win people over quickly. Right. Well, within right. A, an hour or so. I mean, not that, I don't know if I would like vote for this man yeah. for something or, yeah. or anything else, but he, he was just likable. And that's the same thing Karen felt. And we both felt in a very surreal moment. We're sitting right. across from him talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I'm yeah. interviewing Rob Kovojevich. And, <laughs> and I'm liking the guy. And we're getting along quite well, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, and he's like that all the time. He doesn't shut it off. Like, I don't know. Like... Maybe he doesn't even turn it on. Maybe that's who he is. Yeah, and, you I, know I would, what? That's it. I guess. I don't know. That's what it is. Because I even asked him. I asked him some point blank questions. If mm-hmm. you guys remember questions that are kind of delicate or sensitive, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of stopped, like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. Jerry, don't know, ask like that. Jerry, don't skits, do that." Yeah. And I didn't mean that, but it's, I'm just curious. Sure. I, I, are you always like this? I said. Is this? And he goes, "He thought well, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess you are always like this. If you're always like this, and, yeah. And he did not know, but I guess he's just always. But on. you know, another yes. thing. I mean, he answered all your questions. He did. He yeah. didn't back off of anything. No. I said whether his prison time, his belief yeah. in God, his new beginning at a new beginnings church, his right. resurrection of a spirituality. I kind of addressed all yeah. that in many ways. And, yeah. Uh, it was. It was an interesting yeah. conversation. Yeah, it we really we, we really enjoyed it. Oddly and, enough, yeah. Thank you for the opportunity because oh, no, wow, you would that was very surreal in a good way. Yeah, he, he's got a lot of great projects coming along. We've been working on one big one in Chicago, and he's been going into different neighborhoods, talking to people. What's keeping them up in this? You know, in Chicago, it's, it's, I think it's something like what's keeping Chicagoans up at night. Oh, that's cool. And so he'll go and just talk to whoever. And actually, he made his way to Northwest Indiana to talk to some farmers even. So he's spreading his wings a little bit, too, just to see what's keeping you up at night, what's really bothering you. Right. You know, so it's been very cool to watch. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of footage that should be coming out soon on it. And I know there's a trailer out there for it, for the series he's of got. Of course there is. What we what we noted especially is after the conversation, we went outside. We're on, was it Martin Luther King Drive, I believe yes. it is, right yep. there? Yep. South Chicago. And all these cars are slowing down. Yes. Governor, Governor, Governor Blavojevich, or just Governor. As simple yeah. as that. And he Shaking addressed it. And, and he was pictures. looking. I mean, you could see him engaging with people. Oh, yeah. As only certain people 
in the human race can do, I think. Because right. I don't. Mm -hmm. I look down. I'm not, you know, I'm not like that at all. And, right. But he was. And people just stop. They want to get photo ops. Oh. Talk to him about anything. Mm -hmm. it, I find that very fascinating. It is. It's very hard to go. When we're on certain projects together, it's very hard to keep to a schedule. Yes, I'll I bet. bet. Because yeah. it's constant stop. And and he doesn't like the whole handler thing. You know how most politicians have a handler? Right. Uh-uh. Don't yeah. do that, Tim. He wants to talk to the people. Yeah, and he does. That's, that's what he likes. He loves taking photos, <laughs> and he loves talking to people. Yeah, he does. Interesting. Well, Very we enjoyed cool. the experience. Yeah, so we thank to, you so much. We wanted no to thank problem. you for setting that up, because some of the things that we bump into, Karen and I, and through my career and what yeah. I've been doing, I find myself in these surreal situations, and I go, who am I? What am I doing? This is, oh. this is what I do, in a way. It's what you do. And that was one of them that we thought, and we both walked out of the church going, what did we just do? Oh. Right? <laughs> It was so cool. Yeah, right. It was very really interesting, yeah. I'm so glad. So yeah. thanks for that. Well, first off, I want to say that I do not admit to everyone that I watch The Housewives, and I watch them. It is my guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. Don't judge me. I watch mm -hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Ain't no judgment here. This is a safe space. Yeah, nobody's I mean, it's just tuning in here. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and as Kyle would say, just be open and honest. Yes. Own it. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, own it. Yes, we could do this all day. We could absolutely. Yes. It's well, fun. why is this? Why is the Housewives franchise, for instance, always either hushed, hushed? Either you love it or you hate it, or you're shy or you're guilty about it. Why is it a guilty pleasure? Why do people get ashamed of watching and admitting it? Really, why is that? What do you think? I mean, because it's is it that trash terrible that? trash, right? I mean, let's just. It is. It's people behaving badly. I mean, it's just constant fighting. and. But these are rich people as well. So it's well, not like people watching kind of uh, typical uh, yes. boo, uh, the Kentucky hoo-boo, hoo-boo-hoo. Oh, honey boo-boo? Honey boo-boo, sorry. Boo-boo, <laughs> hoo. I'm thinking of Yogi Bear and boo, whatever, I don't know. Well, I didn't watch that. But, but it's, it's not just, like that. It's trash. It's, it's just good. I mean, everyone wants to see how the other half lives, right? Yeah, right. And it's pretty bad it is it is they have no a lot of them don't have any redeeming qualities but at the same time and these women are my age and a little older which i think that's what so they're older than 30 you're saying they're older than 30 percent very good yes yes thank older. you oh you're so funny but there's just it, it's a it's a voyeuristic pleasure yes. and when they do the confessionals when the when they're just doing their headshots it's like they're you're letting in on this secret about this woman. Did yes. you hear what she said about so and so? Like, oh. don't they have that special, like they twist and they say something clever? Oh, the taglines. Taglines. Oh, those are my favorite. What would be your tagline? Yeah, housewife. That's a great question. It's a good question. Um, and sometimes I joke around with my best friend and we do taglines. See, <laughs> here comes the guilt. Here comes. <laughs> I don't know if they're podcasts. Snooping it me. out. Um, I don't know what my Karen does. Karen knows hers. Uh, Where's the remote? Yeah, that's Karen. <laughs> I, um, what was the last one I told you? Oh, I wish I had the text message in front of me because we were texting back and forth and it was something like, um, something to do with shoes. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I can do it better than you can and in six inch heels or, you know, something like that. Oh, see, that's, that's perfect. And that's one of the reasons I watch is for the fashion. It oh, is. It is. It, I didn't think of that. And it's a whole yeah, other world the out there where, where it's justified to spend. Uh, remember on last season with Crystal's $95,000 Birkin bag? $95,000. $95,000 for, for, for a purse. And it wasn't even a big purse. No. And it was ugly. 
Really? Oh, yeah. But it had the name and yeah. the brand, so that's all that matters, right? Yeah, it's a status. So, so are these women overcompensating for something with all of this stuff that they're just flashing or not? It becomes a competition. Oh, it does. It does. It does. And I parties. The... Oh, yeah. When one up each other. And, and, and once you're on the show, because it just, then they, they vie to get back to keep mm-hmm. their contract, to be on the show, to stay yes. relevant. So they make up drama or they stir drama. Or... But when I hear some of the show and some of the dialogue, I think of middle school girls talking, mm-hmm. coming out of their voices. Oh, perfect. Yes. Like yeah. the things they talk about. And that's not being demeaning. That's being descriptive. I just oh, think yeah. that's what they're no, talking about think, in a way. It's interesting to me. I think a lot of dynamics in this world don't get past high school level. Oh, my oh, God. In the workplace. Sure you know, so true. You know, I met an age where I really, it doesn't matter to me that if, I watch Housewives. I'm proud of it. And I've read the books. I mean, my gosh, I've, I haven't read all the Housewives We've books. We've interviewed a couple of authors, too, and people involved with the Housewives who wrote books about Brian it. Brian Moylan, we, we oh. interviewed him. He was very kind. And my claim to fame back in 2011, I got to do a spot interview or on-the-spot interview with Gretchen, Sonia... Phaedra and wow. Kathy Wakili. You know how that worked out? Wow. We were at the Horseshoe, I think, in mm-hmm, Hammond, mm-hmm. and oh. they and they invited me to to interview somebody. And, and it was I a surprise. No, he didn't tell me. And I had no clue oh. what they were going to say mm-hmm. or do, or what even what, yeah. what question. I would That's ask questions. Sweet. They would leave me alone. They would say, "I said good day, sir." Yeah. Because yeah. I would ask other questions instead of the you know nice puff piece questions. So I just pushed Karen in front of me. I gave her my record. I go talk, just go. Mm-hmm. And she was just, you know, she was. I'm like, oh my god, hi! <laughs> it was like, I was very so fangirl. Your toaster oven. <laughs> I did ask her that, and then did they you really? Just you kind knew of... that? My God, it's amazing these connections you guys <laughs> see that. Have. Oh yeah, I asked her something, and her publicist kind of shooed her away from me. And but I, I'll say this because I was really up close with them, and they were beautiful. They were just They've got beautiful. The money they have it. the money. Sonia at the time, and I think she was drunk that night. She was no. really, yeah. I think she had a little too much to drink. It was once. Just one but time. she was gorgeous. Yeah. Well, this was 2011 when everyone was much younger. And, <laughs> but I remember including being, us. Including us. I remember being very, talking very close with Gretchen Rossi. Mm-hmm. And She's like built like this, mm-hmm. and she had very, very heavy makeup on, which I understood they were going to be on stage, but to just, and everyone was super nice and very kind. And the only person that looked kind of normal was Kathy Wakili. But of course, you know. I felt like Kathy was a little too normal. And she that's was, why she's not on the show anymore. No, oh. no. And how was, you know, she ticked Teresa off. And, yes, and you uh, can't mess with the oh, queen. Oh, no, you can't. And she's so stupid. She is so dumb. Oh, my gosh. Did you see her wedding and her yes. hair? It was yes. like Marge Simpson. And who are we talking about? Which one? Teresa. Oh, okay. So I know more housewives than I should know. Yes. I can name quite a few. Right, from all the yes, franchises. Yes, can you name? No. Okay, okay, can you name somebody from Orange County? Um, uh, um, yeah, wait, uh, no, Tamra spelled differently, T-A-M-R-A, I believe, Tamra. Yeah, And Vicki, who my sister Judy wrote on oh, a that's right. plane with next to, and oh. she was so impressed that she met Vicki Gunderson. Gunvalson. Gunvalson. Mm-hmm. And also I had Vicki do a... Cameo. Cameo for Karen for some kind of birthday gift. Oh, that's wonderful. And you went to LVP's restaurant, right? Yes, we went to Sir and Villa Blanca. LVP? Lisa's Lisa's Amanda Pump. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, both of our jobs, um, I didn't realize this till this week, both of our jobs require us to listen to people. Um, yes. I've been doing it for almost 30 years now as a columnist. And, and me too. And I've been doing too. my job almost 30 years. Yeah, dental hygienist, by the way, um, newspaper columnist. We listen. So on the same day, we came back and we're just chatting late at night. And uh, it just happened that she had a patient who lost a loved one. I had uh, a, cu- a customer. 
I had a person who I know <laughs> who was sharing a story with me and he lost his wife and they were sharing with us. And I just realized that, wow, this is so powerful that people share these yes. kind of deep emotions just during the job yes. and what we're doing. And I was just so touched by that. Yeah. I mean, for a lady to tell you that was pretty powerful. And this gentleman, his name is Ed. Mm-hmm. He's 85 years old, and his wife uh, passed away from dementia. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, talking. I interviewed him uh, while I was driving. My favorite time to do interviews is while I'm driving. And I interviewed Ed, and we're talking and having a nice conversation. And then at some point, he just choked up. He just couldn't continue. And he apologized to me. He says, I'm not this kind of guy. And I said, Ed, you lost your wife. I totally understand. And he... Of 64 years. 64 years they were married. And I was thinking to myself, they were married and together longer than we've been breathing. I know. And that's an amazing feat, an amazing accomplishment. An amazing bond. And to lose that person after Uh, that long. So no wonder Ed couldn't keep continuing with the conversation. But I was so touched by it. And he kept apologizing because he's the older generation, right? Is that... What's it, the First World War kind it's of? The silent generation. The silent generation. He was silent with his feelings for so long, and he yeah. got emotional, and he could not continue. I know. And he apologized, says, can I talk to you about this another time? Oh, my time? God, any time. Yeah, I said, take I said, your time. I said exactly that, and then he got back with me with a text that night apologizing again via text, which mm-hmm. I thought was super sweet. Yeah. And 85 texting late at night. I thought that was really cool, too. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm getting to is I'm going to invite Ed onto our podcast. She said, he said, so he could share his story of what it's like to be with somebody for six plus decades and to share that story because we've talked to a lot of young people for this podcast so yeah. far about young people issues and you got kids running around you uh, got issues and you got jealousy and you got flirtation you got what this, does it but. take to be married for 64 years what kind of compromises did you have to i guess endure yeah right uh to be married for 64 years that's what we're gonna ask ed because yeah. I, I am curious how that plays out and then not only to have all that and then one day he said she was making pancakes for him as she's, as she did for 60-plus years in the kitchen, and she forgot how to make pancakes. Yeah. And that was one of the first signs that he knew something was wrong, and she yeah. literally forgot how to do it. So we're going to invite Ed on the podcast. I hope he accepts our invitation. We'll have him right here, and he'll share his perspective of a generation that we don't talk to often enough. And right? we should. And we should. So we're going to do it here on She Said, He Said. I yeah. hope you could join us for that as well. Hey. You're going to take a tour of a med spa, and he's going to get Botox. And so am I. No. We're going to get Botox. We're going to get fillers. No. We're going to get cool sculpting. No, we're going to get liposuction. Eh, no for a third time. No. But hmm. we are taking a tour for She Said, He Said. So I talked to a med spa uh, owner and operator, uh, works in Munster, and um, medical spa. And they do, like she said, uh, Botox and cool sculpting and injections. Derma peels. Derma peels, everything, Ugh. because everybody wants to look young again. They do. And pretty. Yes. And both. Yeah. And it's a lucrative business. And everybody's jumping on board. And you'll look around the region, anywhere. There's med spas popping up left and right. And this is a quality med spa, I'm told. So we're going to take a tour. It's much easier to get Botox and fillers and liposuction and cool sculpting than to eat right and exercise every day. That's for sure. That we agree on. <laughs> the other part we don't agree on. But yeah. that we, that is so easy. Let's take a pill. Let's get some procedure done. Let's get some injection. I would take it. Me too. That's yeah. why we're going to get, 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 get Botox. A little bit here, please. A little bit this, like. Oh. This? Can we just do that? That's what See, we want. I'm 20 again. So, no, I think you're 22. Yeah. No offense, but yeah. Okay. And look, I'm 45, Ooh. 52. Hello. Whatever. We're going to take a tour just for you. And we're going to uh, take videos and photos. We're going to share. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to go. And we're going to see exactly what they do, how they do it, and what it costs. 
Oh, I think it's a lot of money. And there's a lot of cycles. I didn't know that you have to go back again and again. Oh, yeah. For like to lose some weight from your stomach versus your arm versus whatever. You got to go back again and again and again. And <sighs> who knows what a tally ups and who can afford it. But oh, you'll find the money. You'll find the money. So on She Said, He Said, look for that soon. And also look for a newspaper column on the Med Spa craze taking place in our country and our region. Yes. And then we'll come back in maybe a month. And maybe we'll look like 10 years like younger. This. Yeah. <laughs> You won't even recognize us. At least we'll feel it, and Mm. we'll pretend we are. Yes. And you'll have to just kind of like pretend. Go along with it. Yeah, pretend with us. Thank you. Humor us. Humor us. That's what it is. Like Mm -hmm. you do for all of our shows. And now for a lovely waste of time. Hey, I'm going to go off on a real tangent. It has nothing to do with this, but I have a trivia question. Mm -hmm. What act came to the Holiday Star? Oh, that's dating myself. Jeez, the Star Plaza. What act came to the Star Plaza? And the... um, the attention was so great, everybody wanted a ticket that it shut down the 769 exchange. The monkeys. No. Second guess. ABBA. No, ABBA never played there. I don't know. You can't just chastise me. I'm making guesses. That's a bad guess. Is it? ABBA? Okay, I don't know. Who's Beach been? Boys. Beach Boys? I never would have guessed Beach Boys. Who would guess Beach my, Boys? My mother would always throw that little nugget of information out. Little trivia by Viv. We're going to start with one gesture at a time. Are you looking for different ways to tell your significant other that you love them, that you care about them, that you admire them, that you're proud of them, that you think they're handsome or pretty or smell good, something like that? We're going to offer our viewers and listeners one gesture at a time on our show. So what's in the box, Jer? That's a box of notes. It's a box of notes. Stick, what kind of notes? Sticky Sticky notes. notes. Uh, thank you to Martin Oleski for this beautiful yeah, box. So one of the things that Jerry and I have always done for many, many years is we leave each other notes. And this is notes. just lots and lots of notes. Over the course of 15 years. This is just, this is, this is nothing. Okay. <laughs> this is nothing. They are inside cabinets. They are inside boxes. But they're so easy to do. It's a gesture that yes. anybody can do. Even if you're a husband who doesn't feel romantic and that kind of guy, you could write a note, a simple note, stick it on the windshield, stick it on her Miss coffee you. maker, put it on her mirror in the morning. Happy Thursday. We just randomly pulled these out. We know what they are. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. What Enjoy your lunch and nap. Miss you. <laughs> the lawn looks good. Thanks, honey. So Leave the dishes. Take the Advil. <laughs> I, I forgot it. Wrote Hope that you one. get a nap soon. That's definitely to me. <laughs> so these are our one yeah, for these shadow are nap. Really good. One hump day breakfast. He made me breakfast on a Wednesday. It was hump day <laughs> hump breakfast. Day breakfast. You can't beat hump day breakfast. <laughs> these so are these fun. Are so. Our suggestion to you, if you want to take one gesture from she said, he said, it's just a sticky note. It's a note of any kind. It takes you literally 10, 15 seconds. You stick it anywhere, put it somewhere. They'll appreciate it. It'll last forever. And you could put it in a little box that we got. Mm-hmm. And you got a box this is a good one. I am proud of you. Thank you for working so hard for she us. She does. She works really hard. So and much harder than it's I just do. a simple message that says so much. You can tell your wife, your husband, your mom, your dad, whatever, just to let them know that you're thinking of them and you appreciate them. Yeah. Appreciation goes a long way. And it doesn't have to be love notes. It could just be notes of love to anybody. Mm-hmm. Mom, a kid, right? Yeah, Simply put them anybody. in their lunchbox. Yeah. It's all about relationships on she said, he said. Mm-hmm. Leave a note. Leave a note. Take the cannoli. Wait, is it take the cannoli? Leave a. Leave the gun, take a note. What is it? 
No, it's, it's take the gun, leave the cannoli. Take the gun, leave the cannoli, and write a note. Yes, please. There it is. All right, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich. Sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. And recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. Find us at nwi.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.